Hey everybody, I'm Alex, and welcome to Late Night Study Sessions. Ah, oh, everybody, I am so sorry for uh, the lack of study sessions this week, but my uh, dad was home all week um, from work, and so we spent like every day hanging out with him. And we were up late almost every night, and there was no studying going on in the evenings. So, um, unfortunately, I just wasn't able to get a chance to do any podcasts. But I am glad to be back, and I hope everybody had a really awesome Thanksgiving. And I actually want to talk about something um, related to Thanksgiving um, in this episode. Something that's kind of important, but kind of controversial. Well, as we uh, celebrated Thanksgiving last last week, um, undoubtedly there was a lot of talk about the original feast the holiday is kind of based around. Um, that is, the pilgrims um, landing at Plymouth, um, Plymouth, I'm not sure if it's Massachusetts or New Jersey, but besides the point, um... And they, uh, they, you know, had a, um, huge celebration in the fall to thank God for what, uh, what he, for the help he had given them, um, in their first year of settlement. But there's a lot of, uh, argument about whether the uh whether the pilgrims or Christopher Columbus for that matter uh should be celebrated at all because you know um Christopher Columbus first opened the exploration of the new world and there's a lot of like arguments and claims about uh Thanksgiving and stuff that aren't necessarily true or aren't a good argument for not celebrating Thanksgiving. And so I'm going to go through through a few of these. I'm going to actually start with Christopher Columbus because he was there first historically and he's more often under attack. But um and then I'm going to move into the pilgrims a little bit. And I just want to talk about some of the historical precedent for uh for both of these relatively well-known, but maybe relatively un- un- misunderstood events of our, really our nation's history. So as we go back to 1492, there's a couple things that need to be established about Christopher Columbus first off. Um, first of all, People did not necessarily think that the world was flat at the time. Um, That was sort of like an urban legend at that point, but most serious scientists were pretty sure that the world was round. The biggest question was how big the world was and how far the ocean would go before you reached Asia. 
Um, now that we look at it, we see that if there hadn't been North and South America, Christopher Columbus would have been lost at sea far before he reached Asia. Um, there was just too much water to surmass, but he didn't know that. Um, but it is true that Christopher Columbus did not prove that the world was round. He also uh, was not the first person to reach uh, North America. That would be the Vikings in the uh, somewhere sometime in the first millennia, I think in the uh, seven or eight, seven hundreds or eight hundreds. Um, the Vikings actually discovered Greenland and even uh, Canada. They actually did reach Canada. So, so it is, and Columbus also did not land in North America, in uh, continental America. He landed on some of the, uh, some of the islands in the Caribbean. So, it is true that Columbus didn't discover the United States. He may have reached Mexico, but he never really uh, did much exploring or anything in the continental Americas. But, that doesn't necessarily take away from his accomplishments, and I'm going to tell you why. It's true that he didn't prove the world was round, and it's true that he wasn't the first Europeans to discover North America, but the Vikings didn't pass that information to anybody. The world still didn't know what, uh, what was out far west, and... Columbus was the first person bold enough, or some may argue dumb enough, to go that far just to see how far he could go. And he wanted to find a trade route to the Indies where you could get spices and silks and things that you couldn't get in Europe. And so when he uh, left, most virtually all of Europe didn't know about the Americas. So just because he wasn't the first one there doesn't mean that his findings were any less important because the Vikings didn't spread their findings to anybody. Furthermore, just because he didn't find the continental U.S. by himself, his discovery is what led to the discoveries of the f two Americas. Like, just because he didn't specifically land on those continents doesn't mean that it wasn't his initial voyage that sort of opened the floodgates, so to speak, of colonization and discovery in the Americas. And so Columbus's role in that discovery should not be diminished just because he wasn't the sole and main force behind... Uh, behind finding that, I guess, is the right word. Now, what many people claim is that they don't care about uh, Columbus's discoveries, but they'll point out that often Columbus, or at least his men, did some really terrible things to the natives they found, and that they will say that uh, Columbus's character was terrible. 
and so thus we shouldn't have a day named after him because we can't celebrate a uh, bad person and they will often point to slavery the fact that uh, Columbus enslaved the people he found they'll also point to the uh, fact that sometimes torture was involved um, and and uh, sexual assault and various charges laid against Columbus but there's a couple things that need to be kept in mind first of all especially regarding the slavery and torture charges is that you can't judge somebody from a different era based on the own standards and ideas of the current era now what does that mean let me explain in the 15th century in europe Slavery was not an uncommon thing for conquered peoples for to have to happen with conquered peoples and torture was also a somewhat accepted means of extracting information um, and Spain wasn't and was no different and so Columbus probably thought when he was taking the islands that he was claiming that land for Spain that means that he conquered it and so uh, at least in his mind and so a logical next step is to take some of these uh, conquered peoples and send them back as slaves to his king and queen because that was a common thing at that time and uh, and and again with torture he needed information and that was something that people did in the 15th century does that make it right no but that also means that Columbus was not a particularly evil man for these particular offenses um, he probably did it in good conscience because people just had a different idea of what was acceptable and unacceptable um, in a way to treat captured uh, peoples it's also to be noted that Christopher Columbus was like it's no secret that Christopher Columbus was just not a very good governor of the colonies he discovered um, he was actually his title and uh, position was actually revoked because he began to lose control of the colonies and the sailors he sailed with were exactly that sailors and sailors have never been known to have uh, very good moral qu qualities not all but most and uh, what that means is that if Columbus sort of lost control of them there probably was a lot of stuff that was done in his name quote-unquote but not necessarily something he willed so much as something he was forced to allow by his men. And uh, so none of this is to say that the actions done were necessarily right. But I don't think it's fair to pick on Columbus as a particularly evil character because he did some wrong things. He's not 
like this evil incarnate man from the 15th century he was a product of the era he lived in and a better explorer than he was governor in the end people who uh are angry about Christopher Columbus's character when we celebrate Columbus Day are missing the point a little bit. Um, in the end, we're not celebrating Columbus Day because Columbus was a man of remarkable character. Um, nobody tries to canonize him, so to speak. What we celebrate, and we're not celebrating the bad things that Columbus did. Um, I feel like people mistake celebrating the good qualities and the good accomplishments someone has done with celebrating every single thing about them. You don't need to validate somebody's faults in order to celebrate their virtues. Um, But in the end, we're celebrating Columbus Day because Christopher Columbus, nobody else, Christopher Columbus went on the voyage that opened up colonization and discovery that led to the founding and growing of the nation we live in today. Um, that, that's really all it is. We're not celebrating the enslavement of, of natives. We're not celebrating cruelty done to Native Americans later. We're not even celebrating uh, the search for gold by Spanish conquistadors later what we're celebrating is that first step to the vital exploration that led to the founding of our country and all of the great acts that came from our nation afterwards and naming it after the man who started it all i think is actually very appropriate and that's why i think it's it's a really a mistake to propose that Columbus Day shouldn't be celebrated in any way. Well, I said that I was going to talk about the Pilgrims as well, and I feel like there's a couple misconceptions about the Pilgrims as well, but this, there's going to be a little bit of defense for them, but also just a little bit of uh, interesting stuff behind the Puritans um, who traveled to um, America in search of something. Now, when you read most textbooks, they'll tell you that they went to America to find religious freedom. This is only kind of true. What was going on was in England, um, the Anglican Church, or the Church of England, only allowed the Anglican Church to be celebrated in churches. So Puritans who uh, rejected many of the doctrines and beliefs of the Anglican Church were not allowed to worship anywhere and were forced out of their churches. Which, you know, they, they deserve a place to worship if um, how they feel is right. You know, that's, that's something, uh, that our country is kind of founded on. And so they, uh, 
they actually took some the king actually gave them some land because the puritans were really problematic in england and so they asked uh the king for some land so that they could go off and do their own thing and the king was glad to be rid of them they started riots they caused unrest it was just really really annoying and so he sent them well he allowed them to go to england not england america where they founded their colony however what they established at, in their plymouth colony wasn't really uh wasn't really religious freedom it was more of just another religious state um no faith other than than the puritan faith was allowed in their uh colony and they were known for going into other colonies just to take over the government in those colonies and uh and then make it illegal to celebrate anything but their religion um this was especially bad in maryland where it was founded by the lord baltimore for a safe haven for catholics because there was no mass um able to be celebrated anywhere in the 13 colonies except for philadelphia and so he founded maryland as a sort of like catholic colony so to speak where protestants were allowed to live and celebrate their faith however they wanted but it was a colony specifically designed for catholics to be able to go and live peacefully well the puritans actually came in um took control of the government and made catholicism illegal in a colony actually founded for religious freedom and so one big mistake i think we make when we look at the puritans is we think that they they came here for religious liberty in reality they came here for religious dominance and uh which like i said about columbus like that that doesn't take away from the fact that they were the first colony and if for nothing else they should be celebrate that should be celebrated but they weren't here for religious uh liberty so much as just religious control now one more thing about the uh pilgrims i want to kind of get past this so i can talk a little bit more about uh last week and this week and stuff um but this is actually a little bit in defense of uh the people who colonized america um these days people will give a lot of crap to the people who colonized america initially um for a variety of reasons some of them very valid but one of the things that i find a little ridiculous especially when they accuse the early colonists of malicious intent is when they uh blame the colonists for spreading disease uh, among the native americans and i'm not going to deny that that happened but i think it's silly to use that as some example of them being evil and mistreating the native americans because i've never seen i i don't think i've ever seen anybody intentionally get someone sick um like really sick you know maybe in elementary school people are like oh i'm going to touch you with my booger or something and give you the cold you know that's gross but that's 
we're talking about like very serious um these colonists i don't i think it's ridiculous to act as if they they went and they were like okay so we're immune to this smallpox disease but i bet you those those native americans aren't uh aren't immune to it so i bet you if we just like go over there and live there they're all gonna get sick and die and then we'll be all set to like take over their land um i don't see that happening did they do some things that uh really weren't very honest and did mistreat the american native americans and stole some of their land yes but accusing them of maliciously destroying the native american population for the sake or like with the weapon of disease is just ridiculous and i am just really asking that we stop having that as part of our national narrative um please like it's just a little silly well everybody thanksgiving is over so you know what that means that's right. It's time for Christmas music. Woohoo! Yeah, personally, I uh, I refuse to listen to any Christmas music until uh, Advent starts, and that always comes after Thanksgiving. And so, like, any time my family turns on uh, Christmas music before Thanksgiving, there's not a lot I can do. But I'm usually like, turn that stuff off. You guys are you know going against the church or something like it's i get way more animated about it than i should but uh that's always something i really look forward to because christmas music is super duper awesome and so uh yeah my personal favorite has always been um a band called reliant k they uh do they have this fantastic Christmas Christmas album um, that came out a couple of years ago called um, Let It Snow Baby, Let It Rain Deer. And uh, it's just really good. You know, I'm, I'm in no way connected to them or anything, but you totally should go check them out and check out their uh, Christmas album because it, it's, it is pretty, pretty awesome. So... Uh, yeah. Alright everybody, that's going to uh, finish out the study session for tonight. Um, it's really nice to be back. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. And uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. As always, if you have a question, a comment, you can either comment uh, on Anchor or you can send me an email at late night study sessions at gmail.com and uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. Later.